Hey, y'all. It's Akemini. And it's Christina. From Truth's Table. And you all have been asking us ways that you can actually partner and support Truth's Table. And we have now created a Patreon. Hey, this is the deal. We need your help. We need your resources to make this happen. Go on over to patreon.com slash truthstable and partner with this work. Welcome to Truth's Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. And I'm Michelle. This table is built by Black women and for Black women. So welcome to the table, Michelle. How you doing, girl? Hey, I'm doing well, 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 as usual. <laughs> now that's a, that was a very subtle well. Very subtle well. <laughs> you know, we're trying to make space, we're making room at the table today. I feel pretty good about the room we're making at the table for our there special you, guest. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, hey, where where is um C at? Where's she at today? You know, running around doing things. I hear tell she has some special visitors in town, good friends. She got to visit with her parents. Oh, right. And, yes. Right. And, right. That, and back to school shopping and all of that. Yes. Jazz. Yes. Summer is over. Doing the good thing. The good doctor. There you go. Well, of course, we miss her at the table, but y'all know we never leave y'all without um, because it is a Black Girl Magic episode. Cue the charms. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all, we have the honor of having Mahisha Dillinger at the table with us. Mahisha, how you doing, girl? Hello. How are you? We are well, and we are so honored that you're at the table. And y'all, just in case you don't know who Mahisha Dillinger is, Mm -hmm. let me tell y'all a little something about this sister, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mahisha Dillinger's mantra is simple. Curly hair should be healthy, fizz-free, defined, and effortlessly fabulous. Consequently, as a beauty advocate and product innovator, Dillinger worked passionately produced to produce an award-winning line of organic hair care products for women and girls with natural waves, curls, and kinks. Frustrated with the lack of effective products for her newly natural curly hair, Dillinger left her post as marketing manager at Intel Corporation to pursue her passion in giving consumers of naturally curly hair effective and eco-conscious products that are natural and safe for all ages to use. In 2002, Dillinger pioneered the newly natural hair market when she launched Curls, a family of organic hair care products targeted for women embracing their natural textures, a market previously unanswered by the beauty industry. Dillinger's astute business acumen and natural talent for delivering market-driven products gave way for an instant demand for her product line. Soon thereafter, Curls was available all over the U.S., Canada, Brazil, Africa, and the U.K. As chief executive officer and founder of Curls, Dellinger single-handedly built a strong demand for a popular family of organic products. Soon, Target, Sally Beauty, Rite Aid, Walgreens, Walmart, and CVS came knocking at her door. Curls has partnered with these national retailers and is currently in negotiations with Boots in the UK. Curls has been featured in a host of beauty publications, including InStyle, Essence, Glamour, Ebony, Juicy, Red Book, Lucky, Seventeen, Vibe, 
Black Enterprise, L, Modern Salon, Woman's World, Parents, and a host of other hair salon trade publications. Um, Dillinger is the star of Mind Your Business with Mahisha on OWN, Oprah Winfrey's television network as the expert helping other women-based businesses reach the million-dollar mark. Welcome to the table, Mahisha Dillinger. We're glad to have you. Hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Y'all, this sister's busy, okay? Right. I'm like, whoo. <laughs> she is a mogul. I feel like our, our first mogul at the table, actually. Okay. <laughs> I okay. believe you are the first mogul at the table. So, Mahisha, I am just curious just to find out just about your own um, faith journey, how you came to faith. Talk to us about, about, uh, about that. Um, how I came, well, I was born and raised in church. My mother, mm-hmm. my mother's mother, my grandmother was a minister and all my family members are very active in church. So kind of been, it's just part of my fabric of who I am, yeah. how I grew up, how I was raised. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know anything other, mm-hmm. you know, I've had the whole, I've experienced the whole, the whole journey of being a, you know, kid born in church, go out, live her quote unquote life come back to her calling her roots. So that's kind of mm. how my, my story's been. Wow. Wow. So growing up in church, I'm sure you experienced all of the, all right, Sunday morning, getting ready for stuff or Wednesday night activities. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. has, if, if you have connected your church upbringing faith and your business ethic, how have those things combined to, really move you in a way to serve very specifically women with natural hair, like black women. Was there any faith inspiration? Well, the faith behind that. And my having this business and running this business was really about a need. It wasn't about my faith per se. Now my faith caused me to act in a different way, meaning how I run my business, who I, how I reap and sow, because I know, Mm know that, karmic law, no matter what you believe, you don't believe in God or not, there's a reaping and sowing process that happens. So I know that, you know, to get to receive, you give and too much is given, much is required. And you make sure that you also always have a spirit of, you know, Thanksgiving and giving. So mm-hmm. that's a piece of me, but my brand was separate from my faith. It was really a, uh, in a sense that the, the purpose of creating it was to fill a void um, and now that I, you know, I have this business and had it, you know, I guess achieve success, quote unquote, um, yeah, I yeah. go back and, and help and do those other pieces that are required as a woman of faith and a woman that has, you know, received lots of blessings and that's to give back. And mm. so I, one thing that we, I don't think you mentioned was my black girls making millions Academy. Mm-hmm. I have a show, a show on own, of course, but mind your business with Mahisha. Then, hey. I, you know, I don't think we've even updated my bio, but my, my Black Girls Making Millions Academy was birthed after the show season one ended, and we got lots of requests. I got lots of requests to be personally mentored, and obviously it's only one of me, so mm-hmm. I don't have enough time to do personal one-on-one mm-hmm. uh, coaching. So I create this this academy, Black Girls Making Millions Academy, creating millionaires on Black Girl at a Time. And okay. that academy, actually, our first event was in June in Southern mm. California. And we brought 70 women together with 20 different speakers. We had three different tracks, the start up, the come up, and the blow up. And there were different tracks mm. where you are in your entrepreneur path. And it was a three-day retreat full of lots of work, resources. It was amazing. So that was year one. 
and we're going into year two um, next year in June in Dallas. Uh, so that's been something that, you know, I've been working on since the show. And that's another way of giving back to help because once you become an entrepreneur, there's some things you learn and you want to be able to, you know, give back to those who don't have the same resources. And, you know, maybe we struggle through to get to where we are as far as like the, my generation of black female entrepreneurs. So now we have that information. Now what do we do with it? Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. It's so needed. It's so needed. That's the word. That, 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 that community that can help foster that, that representation, but that those practical mm-hmm. tools, right. Um, to get them to the blow up phase. <laughs> I love those titles. I love them. I, you know, I claim that I was like, Oh, I love that. You know? and so, you know? I'm really curious about the startup. You know, um, I'm curious about just your own, um, your own hair story and what, what really precipitated the 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 um, the start of curls? How did curls come to be? What happened? <laughs> I wasn't actually set out to be an entrepreneur. Um, I was mm. proud to work at Intel Corporation and thought I was going to retire from Intel mm-hmm. Corporation um, until I was met with the racist manager who was helping yeah. rid of me. And right. that oh, hello! Totally <laughs> rocked my world because I was a young single mother, and then mm. it came in during that. There was a corrective action plan of six months, which was their way of documenting a release and doing it. Mm-hmm. So wow. months, I remember being just utterly stressed because at any moment he could have came in and just, you know, um, and let me go. And I knew I didn't have, you know, someone, anyone to back, you know, fall back on. Um, and that was incredibly stressful. And I remember getting through that after I got through it, I remember thinking I'll never be in this place again. I'll never allow that to happen. Right. After I got through it. Um, but that was what pushed me to entrepreneurship. It was that experience that made me go, I don't want anyone ever to have a control, like ever have control over my destiny. My financial picture, even if it's for a blip of time, I didn't like that. I felt uncomfortable with him having that much power. Mm. Oh, seriously. I think that that has to be a story you must have once you began to share it. Um, I'm, I would be surprised if you didn't hear similar experiences or especially in your academy, women saying, look, we're launching and moving out on our own because we are the only ones who can really provide our own job security. What have been, what have been some of the struggles that your students, people you've mentored, or even your own mentors have shared with you along the way? What are the challenges you face Mm -hmm. and how do you stay true to this determination to continue that come up because you really you've come so far from having to look over your shoulder all the time how do you stay connected to your determination right so I don't think there's challenges to move away I don't think I would ever want to work with work for someone else again mm, um, but what moving is my my children honestly because I, mm. I have four children so I, mm. I have a legacy to leave behind and so they, they actually keep me moving mm. quite, quite frankly wow wow that's awesome. Yeah. How old are your kids? Yeah. So I have a 24 year old and her, and that's my oldest, the one when I was going through that whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be 25 this year, 15, 14 and eight. What? That's awesome. amazing. Do they all use curls? They do. Except for one of my, my husband is Korean and white, but he doesn't mm-hmm. look very traditional. He looks like, I don't know, something else. People think he's mixed with black, I think, based because he's from DC, he has that flavor and right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely different looking. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he has straight hair. I have yeah. one of my girls 
he has bone straight hair, brown skin. Oh, wow. So I don't know how that happened. Uh, <laughs> it happened. Like no texture. <laughs> wow. She said he has that flavor. I'm stuck. He does. <laughs> well, before curls was even a thing, um, mm-hmm. this art, they interviewed people when Mr. Right is white, even though he's Ooh. not white, but I mean, he's not black. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You Google that article, I said that in the article, how he had flavor, like, and everyone <laughs> laughed at that. I remember that article, that was years ago. But anyway, so, it, That's funny. Yeah, he has a little bit of, he has that yeah, inner city. Yeah, yeah. Got that flavor. There you go. There you go. And I just want to say for the record that a black surely does not crack because Mahisha does not look like she has a 24 year old. That's all I got to say. On my Instagram page, like looking at us together, there's a picture of us together, the two, me and my oldest. And Uh right. Who's mom? Who's. (laughs) (laughs) They can't figure it out. No, Um, no, no, no. Um, You know what, Mahisha, I'm wondering, um, you know, just about, you know, there's some sisters at the table, you know, who are either um, just have are dreaming about becoming entrepreneurs or are currently, you know, entrepreneurs and starting and, you know, it's it's a bit of a rough, rough start and they're wondering if they should keep going. Mm. Um, And I wonder if you can talk to um, our sisters at the table who are in those phases, if you will, um, just about, um, about the nature of setbacks, uh, maybe uh, the nature of adversity, you know, uh, with regard to entrepreneurship and the need to persevere um, when you're in that. Yeah. So nothing is going to come easy. Um, Nothing that's worth having. And Mm. so you have to be, to be successful, a successful long-term entrepreneur, you need to be able to toughen up, have a bit of perseverance, grit, determination to make it. Because if you, if you just, if you just wallow and fall so easily, you won't make it. This is not for the weak at heart. Mm. But women of color are strong. We are matriarchs and we kind of control and run and move the world. Right. And so I don't see many of us in the space that are willing to give up. Like, quite frankly, I, when we did this Black Girls Make a Man's Academy, these women were, even if the ideas were not great, (laughs) <laughs> They're like, I'm still doing it. I'm like, mm. I don't want you to do this one. We're strong, but we have to also, this leading to my next point, know what we're doing and if it makes sense. So be strong, be determined, have perseverance, have grit, have thick skin, don't take no for an answer. But before you go out and, and do and be all of those things, make sure that what you have is a business or service in need of me. Mm. Okay. So let's make sure you do due diligence. And make sure that there's a market for what you're what, what you're making or presenting or offering. Make sure that you know your 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 market inside and out, the competition, what the customer wants. Mm-hmm. Diligence, plan, plan, plan. Failing to plan is planning to fail. If you don't have a plan, yeah. how to where you're trying to go. So those are things that I find because a lot of times most of my sister girls don't have business plans, mm-hmm. and but we need to have a business plan to know how to get to where we're going. And so what I usually suggest is that I love, I'm a big, big, big fan of score. I don't know if you guys heard of score. No, no. no. What is that? Okay. Score like score goal.org. Mm-hmm. It's a place. Um, it's a nonprofit organization that the government supports, um, of retired executives. And they actually go there in every major city. They're mm. And you could get a mentor in your industry. 
Oh, wow. And it's free. And they have free classes every Saturday, like how to create a business plan, how to write a marketing plan. Those are free. That's great. Yeah. And then you can get your plan. And so that's why I suggest, you know, always going there. Definitely go there if you don't know, because I happen to, um, I was a business major, marketing concentration, so I knew how to write one, but if that was my major, I wouldn't know how to write one. Right. Wow. Wow. Drop this knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Teach us. You know, <laughs> we getting a class right here today <laughs> on this day. No, it's true. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm out here like, when is the next meeting I'm going? Well, okay, so we have the, the next big one will be June in 2020 here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're doing a mid-year 2020 business preparation. So 2020 is like but 2020 is the next year, right? Yeah. So in other words, we're going to come together and we're going to plan for 2020 business. And that's your business vision board, your business your business uh, writing plans, or business writing plans, yeah, and marketing plans, and coming together with me and three of the other speakers that were really well-received, mm-hmm. one of which um, is great at analyzing, don't do this, do this instead, get this funding, don't do that, really just giving you a constructive analysis of your business and what and, and he's kind of hard but he's real so manny's coming back i'm coming back and then another investor's coming back and then Lynn, dr lynn richardson she's coming back as well so the four of us will do a mini version in december wow that's great mahisha wow. i'm wondering um you 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 said so much and i'm, I'm curious about um you, you talked about you know um not failing to plan is planning to fail mm-hmm. so i'm glad i said that right and so um <laughs> It made me think about professionalism, you know, um, and particularly for people that maybe are not, you know, versed with the, I guess, you know, with the working world, the corporate world. I'm wondering how um, you talk to the sisters about what professionalism looks like apart from um, without centering the white gaze, without centering whiteness, but what does professionalism look like for a black woman? You know, not the, not the standard, oh, straighten your hair and dress this person. Yeah, a particular way. But I'm, I'm curious about how you would define professionalism and uh, what, would, what it would mean if you could talk to our sisters at the table, what it means to be a professional businesswoman. Hmm. Yeah, well, there's a lot attached mm-hmm. to that. Number one, to be honest, it's not just like you said, straightening your hair. It's really right. about being prepared and going into the corporate world, knowing that you have to outperform your, your counterparts to just even um, be a blip on their radar. Mm. So that's real. So get prepared for that. That's really what it is. I mean, it's, we're always considered less intelligent, lazy, not hard workers. So get prepared to work harder to disprove that. Unfortunately, I have to go in and disprove versus going in and just the clean slate. No, you come in with, with odds stacked against you. Yes. So, but, but come in, given all that with a cheerful heart, go in happy, you know, and, and, and you have to also integrate these circles. You have to. You won't excel if you stay within your small little sphere of influence, maybe your friends and coworkers that you like. You have to infiltrate these circles and make yourself highly visible yes. to those that are in power. I, I remember doing that quite intentionally when I was at Intel. I made sure that I joined different extra boards to get myself in front of the organization when I was presenting and doing extra, you know, um, projects for the company. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's something that you always want to do, always kind of find a way to make sure they see you and know who you are. And then unfortunately, see your worth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
wow, this is, oh my gosh, I'm just so full of questions. <laughs> for a few more. But I think while we have so many sisters at the table who, number one, are probably going to jump on to whatever opportunities um, that you've named and presented, they're also wondering, uh, kind of in line with this age-old professionalism question, there's also the question and the assumption that in order to make money, you have to start out with it. How would you address some of the problems that come around when people say, I really want to start a business, but I'm too poor for the startup? Hmm. Well, I don't, I, you know, here's the deal. I think one thing I, I, I came from nothing, came from absolutely nothing and changed my destiny first mm-hmm. through education and then ultimately through entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you just have to take control of it and, and find a way when your back is against the wall, it, you will find a way if you care enough to make that way. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that'll be easy. No, I'm not saying that. But way. Now, what I did was I found my way out of poverty through education. And then I slowly, I had money from bonuses from Intel that I was able to use. But it wasn't a lot. I started very small. So, you know, I was hoping to get a small business loan. And despite the fact that I had great personal credit, I could not get a business loan. So I had to use my savings. So I started off very, very small, much smaller than I wanted to initially, um, which wind up being a blessing in disguise because I didn't have debt. So that's right. Oh, wow. Because when you go, Hmm. I thought I wanted a a loan, but I would have had a lot of debt and I probably would have overspent it because I was younger. And, you know, I had to really shift my thought process of spending and saving. So um, it was a blessing that I didn't get that as I had hoped. Um, but you, what, the best wow. starting small and just using what you have, whether that be a tax return, mm. whether that be you start saving funds every, every month and put some money aside, whether you get a side hustle, if that's baking or something else, find a way to make extra money. Mm-hmm. and put that aside and then use it towards your business. Mm-hmm. And now today there are crowdfunding opportunities. Those are also where people are yeah. supporting people in their local communities. So if you create a nice little package and, and some buzz around yourself, you can do a you know, crowdfunding opportunity. Mm, that's good. Those are good practical ways that our yeah. sisters can just begin to, to mm-hmm. dream about and think about you know, what it would mean to get that seed money, you know, that you need to, you know, to begin, however great or small, to begin um, to launch their business and to start it. Um, Mahisha, I'm speaking about your business. I'm wondering um, what's next for Curls? What is on the horizon? Well, we have a lot coming up. Let's see. Always um, new items, new development, new passions. Right now, CBD is really, really hot, of course. So we're actually bringing a line um, of products out for hair because CBD has a lot of benefits. And beyond it, just for everyone's knowledge, CBD, which is part of the cannabis market, is not the part that gets you, um, alters your sense of, of reality. Mm-hmm. Alters mm-hmm. It's not that piece. It's the piece that actually helps medically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's proven to help with people with epilepsy and other, a whole long list of things for migraines, depression, anxiety, menopause symptoms, but then also for hair, it rejuvenates the scalp and helps encourage hair growth. And so we're going to do a, a line with CBD treatments, products, and not so much curly hair products, mm. treatment for the scalp and the hair. Oh, okay. Is it to kind of help um, maybe uh, jumpstart hair growth and, yep. and, and strengthening? Yeah, and strengthening. Yep. 
Oh, wow. Because, oh. you know, that's a real issue for our sisters. It's a, the alopecia and just even yeah. the, the pulling with our braids and, yes. you know, all those things. Wow. That's great. So we will be look on the lookout for that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is amazing. Okay. So, so this is the part of the show where we get to ask you some little fun questions. So we're going to start out with just a warm-up. Okay. So this okay. is our course fun. I'm adding another question, actually, too. I, I want to know, as somebody who is always <laughs> busy, I know, I'll be adding stuff, <laughs> who's always busy, on the go, um, call, you know, shot calling um, and balling. Um, <laughs> How do you relax? How does Lisa <laughs> relax? What do That's you? Such do? an important question. It is. It's it's an issue question. <laughs> no, and I, I laugh because some of it is like embarrassing to say, but I'll just keep it real. Like yeah. I, when I want to relax, beyond okay, I love to travel. I love the beach. If you want to get me totally relaxed, put me in front of a blue body of water and white sand. Mm. That's the ultimate. That's awesome. Mm. That's ultimate. Yeah. Um, until whenever, and my husband said, you need to go away once a quarter at least, like at least Good. once a quarter. Yeah. So that's the ultimate relaxation. I Good. mean, put my phone down. I have, I'm in a cabana. I just, I'm staring at the ocean in a way in mm-hmm. space, nothing else. And I can mm-hmm. stay out there for seven hours. Now, when I can't do that, I come home, I have a glass of wine, I watch mindless TV. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Netflix and nap ministry. Yes. I'm yes. all about mindless television. This is true. <laughs> yeah, like some people are like, oh, that's so below me. Like, I can't watch that. I'm like, seriously, I don't want to think right now. It's a exactly. to not think. <laughs> exactly. I understand. I understand you, Mahisha. And so, <laughs> okay, so that was the little bonus question I just had to ask. I was like, how does this, this, the relax? What do you do? And so, <laughs> so this is our force fun. Now these are our traditional force fun questions. So, the first question, we still need to come up with a jingle for this section, but we haven't done that yet. <laughs> Hit Michelle. And so, <laughs> so the first question, Mahisha, is if we were to jump in your car, jump in your whip, what music are you listening to? What would we do? I like that. Okay, so it's a mixture between gospel, like the back when commission days, that's my favorite, of course, or 90s R&B. Okay. Yes. We are riding. We are riding. We okay. are rolling. Picture us rolling. How about that? You know. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So next question is, if you could have any superpower, Mahisha, what mm. would your superpower be? Mm, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I would clone myself is what I would do. If I could do that. Oh, no, superpower. No, power. Okay, yeah, superpower, superpower. Mm-hmm. If I can create, I can create a clone, right? Well, if I power, yeah. I'll like clone yeah. creating power. There you go. I, oh, love I, would, it. I, would, I would have clone creating powers and I would clone myself and then about, I would create five of me. Okay, now why do you That's want five? very specific. Right? Yeah. I love it. So sp- please tell us the. So the five of each is one for my husband, <laughs> one for my husband, <laughs> one for the business, and then the other two for me. There you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it because you said, I am my own best assistant, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You don't ever have to talk in your staff meetings. (laughs) For me, 
for me, she's like, I'm gonna be my own best friend, okay? <laughs> Everybody in the cabana. Everybody. I love it. Okay, so the 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 final force fun question. This is the one, Mahisha. This is the one that that gets our guests every time. Yeah. It is called oh Okay. One gotta go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Anita, Aretha, Shaka, Whitney. Which one? Which Ooh. one got the go? You okay. got to choose. I'm personally offended. Anita, uh-huh. Aretha, uh-huh. Shaka, uh-huh. and Whitney. Ooh. One got to go. One got to go. Okay. I hate to say this. <laughs> oh. Okay. It's all right. We're going to be mad no matter what you say. Shaka. Okay. Shaka. Okay. And what's the science behind that elimination? Well, Aretha was the, you know, she, she's the, she's the, the land, she's the, what, the uh, gold standard. We can't remove her. She's the, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's her title? Queen of Soul. Queen of Soul. Queen of Soul. There we go. Queen of Soul. And Whitney, you can't get rid of those two. Just Whitney, Aretha, can't get rid of any one of those, right? Um, and then between Shaka and who was the other person? Anita. She's a legend too. So it was kind of like between the last two. And then I went based on my preference and I prefer Anita Baker. Hey, um, hey, I, I'm not mad at you. This was It's a horrible question anyway. <laughs> it's so horrible. The fact that I haven't even asked. asked you know that. what I'm saying? It's wrong. It's wrong. We messing the sisters up on purpose. That ain't, <laughs> that ain't fun. <laughs> no, right? How was that fun? Hey, it's called Force Fun for a reason. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It is, totally. It is, totally. Mahisha, thank you so much. Keep oh, on. This oh, is your time. One. Yeah, no, this is your time now. Talk to our sisters. Yeah. Tell them how they can follow you. Um, look out for what's new with curls. Just plug away. Own. Yes. Tell them all about all the things so they can okay, follow you. All the things. So <laughs> I, okay, follow me, Mahisha underscore Dellinger. Mm-hmm. That's M-A-H-I-S-H-A underscore D-E-L-L-I-N-G-E-R on Instagram. Follow curls also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's just C-O-R-L-S. And Black Girls Making Millions Academy. Now, that's what you really want to follow because tips, um, engage with other like-minded women. Mm-hmm. It's coming up. I go live on this thing called Mondays with Mahisha, where I actually mm-hmm. bring brands in and I give them um, actually one-on-one as um, critiquing and analysis and mentoring. And I do that. And I usually pick four for every Monday and we'll go live. And so you can come with us and join us to get some help. And also, it's like having a... A, a focus group of sorts because you have other people on with you that are piping in and chiming in and giving input. Mm-hmm. So follow us there and check us out the new vegan collection. The green collection for textured hair is at Target. And that's our, our new um, baby of the family, the green collection. There we go. There we go. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us at the table, Mahisha. We appreciate you making the time to do that. And of course, we want to thank our sisters for taking a seat at the table with us this week. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about Black Girl Magic interview with Mahisha Dillinger using the hashtag Truth's Table. 
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truthstable or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truthstable has a Patreon account now so you can send your love offerings to www.patreon.com slash truthstable or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is www.paypal.me slash truthstable. Truthstable is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York. And we have been your hosts, Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.